Welcome to the Lift Church podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you to live up to your God-given potential. So let's let's unpack this a little bit. And how I want to come up there is tell you one of my favourite stories from when I was a teenager growing up, and I was a part of a band. I played the rhythm guitar of a band that never made it out of my friend's lounge room. All right? And uh, we were awesome in our own minds. It was amazing. And how we would practice was we'd all get together and somebody would yell out, give me an E. So somebody would pluck the E string on the guitar and we'd all ding, 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 ding tune up to their E. Now his E was grossly out of tune. But now it didn't matter because we were all out of tune together. So it didn't matter now. We could practice all out of tune, but at least we're all out of tune together. And what happened was one of the band decided they'd go down and buy this electronic tuner and so now when we said give us an E he you know hit this electron and it revealed to us just how far out of tune we'd become that was a true note and now that we had a true note it really positioned us to see just how far we'd slipped away from what the true E was. What has that got to do with my message? Nothing. I just like to tell that story. All right. No, it's got everything to do with my message. All right. So it's got to do with being human. All right. Just like nobody noticed uh, just for how far out of tune we've become, our behaviors as humans can just slip away from how true humans are intended to be and the, the point is whenever we have a group of people all willing to adopt the same out of tune behavior we call it normal if we can get enough people all acting the same way grossly out of tune with our how true humans should live but nonetheless there's enough of us now we we call it normal it's now normal behavior all right and uh, and we tend to encourage this out of tune behavior by telling people just be yourself or just be yourself and what is being yourself is an arrogant dipstick right? what if that's who you are as yourself should we really be encouraging you to be yourself if who yourself is is a fathead all right should we encourage you to be yourself and and so people say well yeah but with you know it's all got to do with sincerity well like my band we were all sincerely out of tune we were sincere well, no, you, you play but we were sincerely out of tune so <clears throat> we celebrate people's sincerity but hey what if they're sincerely out of tune and the fact is that we can be sincerely out of tune for so long without realizing it because it's like we've lost the true note we don't know where the true note is of how human beings should behave anymore so we just merrily continue on in this pattern of lifestyle 
because it wasn't until like my friend turned up with a true note that we revealed, wow, that really does position us. And so we end up very sincerely doing unhuman things, but very sincerely we're doing that. All right. Sincerely, we fight to save the life of one stranded whale. There's a, all the community comes out to get Big Bertha off the beach, you know, and back into the water. And and wow, we just get the warm fuzzies as Bertha swims back into the ocean. And it's taken a whole day, but we're so blessed by that. And meanwhile, the World Health Organization tells us that during that same one day across the world, one 125,000 babies were aborted in that same day across the world. So Bertha gets to live. We all worked hard for Bertha, but somehow 125,000 babies were aborted across the world that day. The United Nations tells us that 795 million people are alive in the world today with not enough food to live a healthy life. And yet every year, one-third, one-third of all the food produced for human consumption is either wasted or dumped. That's a staggering amount of food. And so it's, all, it's a nonsense to say there's not enough food in the world to feed everybody. Our problem isn't that we're not creating enough food. Our problem is a distribution of it. That's the problem of it. Uh, this next slide, if we got it there, uh, that's a, um, a meme, I think we would now call that. Uh, what's happened is, in the United States, they have banned little Easter eggs that have toys inside. Uh, they're banned uh, in all classrooms because they're worried that children can choke on them. Yeah, and, uh, yeah that's sincere. But at the same time, in 18 states in America, it's legal for teachers and senior students to carry loaded firearms into the classroom. Now, it's a little bit exaggerated that she's carrying an M16, but it's just trying to make the point that who's carrying something that's been banned to protect children? The irony is it's the little boy who's holding the chocolate Easter egg. Does anybody go, huh, what's going on here with this sort of behavior? We're sincere, but we're sincerely out of tune. And nobody's calling it because it seems like we've lost the tune. We've lost the true note. And so nobody's really calling it, saying, hey, that's grossly out of tune human behavior. So where can we go to recover the true note of what it means to be a human? Well, just last week, my iPhone started behaving in a way that iPhones shouldn't behave. It started freezing up. Siri started flirting with me randomly. It was so embarrassing and uh, getting me into trouble. And I'm thinking, this is not how an iPhone is meant to behave. It's so iPhone-ishness behavior. 
and so I, when I uh, got online, got to the help desk, it said, you've got to reset your phone back to the original factory settings. And sure enough, it fixed it. But I want to know where do we go as humans to reset our behavior back to the original uh, settings? And well, the Bible does talk about a beginning. That's the book of Genesis. The word Genesis means beginning. So for us, we go back to the beginning and we find that God created this being. We were created to bear his image on the earth. That was the, that was the whole reason behind him sharing his likeness with us. Because he wanted a being that could represent him appropriately. And to do that, he had to design us with certain capabilities to uh, display who he is. So when we are behaving as image bearers on the earth that's when we're truly being human <laughs> that's a true human a true human is an image bearer of god however we're told that the original beings lost their humanness now i want you to take particular notice of how they lost it the bible explains this loss of their humanness by telling us that they took to themselves a knowledge that God never intended them to have. They never, God never intended them to have this knowledge and yet they took it for themselves. They stole it. They were convinced that they needed it. And it had the actual reverse effect. This stolen messed up their lives so that they can no longer live as image bearers. It's so messed with their head and their heart that they could no longer purely represent the image of God on the earth. And it's like what happened was uh, their awareness rolled back onto itself. You ever had a heavy cold and every time you talked you can hear yourself in your head? raise hands here at Lyft, you know. It's called Lyft Church, but you don't lift those hands. Uh, <laughs> people just go, oh, oh, okay, all right, I got you. All right, you're a head nodding uh, church, all right. So that's all right, I can work with that. All right, so let's try that again. How many of you have ever had a heavy cold and when you talk you can hear yourself? Uh, okay, well, somebody lifting, that's good. Okay, so... And it's really distracting because now you're hearing yourself and you're thinking, eh, I don't sound really uh, Do I really sound like that? Whereas normally you can just talk away and you're you. Well, this knowledge that they acquired is like their awareness became very introverted and self-centered and it rolled back. And so now their whole function as a human, well, as a loss of human was, Am I okay? Is this about me? I need it to be about me. What's in it for me? La la la. How am I perceived? How are people viewing me? And their immediate response to having this knowledge was to go and hide. Right? Now hid. And so this knowledge was very hard.
harmful the self-centeredness has brought about every human dysfunction that we have today. This self-centeredness that I'm going to call ego. So when I you hear me use the word ego, I'm talking about this whole rolling back self-centeredness that, that came about. So the original power, glory and splendor that God intended for us has gone now because, uh, and so our behavior is a loss of our humanity in that sense. And so the Bible uses lots of different labels to describe this ego that came into being through this knowledge. It describes it as the law of sin, causing us to commit sins. It's the flesh. It's the curse that impoverishes our lives. Uh, it's the old man that must be done away with so the creation to the fore. And here's the thing. Here's the amazing thing about this whole ego thing coming in and becoming a curse to humanity. Most ancient re religions actually have arrived at the same uh, point. They also agree that ego, uh, Zen, Buddhism, uh, a few other isms that I can't think of right now, uh, spiritualism, they have all, after deeply contemplating the dysfunction of human uh, behavior arrived at the same point of agreeing that the basic problem is, an, is the ego of, of mankind. The ego is the spider that causes all the cobwebs that entangle human behavior and so they all agree that we need to stop brushing away the cobwebs and go after the spider. You know, so often uh, we spend so much of our energy in life brushing away these cobwebs of behavior that are really being caused by this basic problem of ego, uh, this self-centeredness. And, and you might say, well, hang on a minute. If what you're saying is common to Buddhism and Zen and other things, you know, it's just telling you that anybody who's thought about has all come to the same But where we part company with the other isms, Zen and other is how the ego or the spider is dealt with. That's that is a major departure from Buddhism and, and other. And that is we don't believe that any amount of self-effort can break the gravitational pull of the ego. That no amount of our effort is just the proverbial trying to pull yourself up by your own boots. We agree that we need a savior. We need someone to come and rescue us. We can't break free ourselves. We actually need a savior, a rescuer. And that's exactly what God sent to us in Jesus Christ. Jesus is, here it is, you ready? We often make what Jesus has come to do about going to heaven. It's actually not. That's a small segment of what he actually came to achieve. What he came to achieve was a restoration of the planet, of God's original purpose. And that's called the coming of the kingdom of God on the earth. That's why Jesus talks so much about the kingdom coming. 
us dying and going to heaven and going to heaven, that's just a small amount of what's is actually the good news of the kingdom. The good news of the kingdom is that beginning with the ministry of Jesus and now continuing on through us, his followers, God is restoring his will to be done on the earth. That's why you're here in And the church is an example of how true humans behave. As image bearers, if you don't like my term, you can then say, okay, I'm an image bearer. And, and how does an image bearer display? So Jesus but we believe that what Jesus did was he took the curse that was on us onto himself as a representative man of humanity. Somehow, mysteriously, he drew the spider on all of us onto himself and put it to death on the cross. Whoa, that's what the Savior did for us. How many of you just got what I just said? Right, this curse of ego, this curse of this rolling back, he took it off us, he took it onto himself, and put the death on the cross. The power of the cross. How many of you have ever done any housework and killed a spider, and it, all the problems did not disappear? Spider might be dead, we need to recognize still what it did to us when it was alive. So Jesus has done this part. Now our part is to deal with, put off all these cobwebs, these issues, these things that were put on us. Uh, prior to us coming to Christ. You're with me, okay? A great healing miracle that Jesus did uh, that sort of teaches this whole spider dead but still work to be done. 
damn thing is when Jesus raised Lazarus from the ground. Alright? And the Bible says that Jesus' miracles were not only just to the person that he was healing, but they were also signs. So they were teaching us something. Teaching Lazarus and his sisters, but it also is there to teach us something. We read this John 11, uh, it says, uh, Then they took away the stone from the pl place where the dead man was lying. Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you've heard me. Now when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who was, uh, had died came out. But listen, he was alive, but he had a problem. What was his problem? He was still bound with grave clothes. Stuff that was still on him. So yes, he was a because he still had grave clothes on him. Alright? So Jesus, there's two commands that Jesus gave here. One was the immediate command for the dead to come back to life. But another command still had to be given. A second command was, hey, loose grave clothes come off. Right? So what I'm saying is, this work of Christ in our lives as Christians, we've heard the initial command, uh, we've been born again, new creations in Him, uh, all that's true, but some of us are sitting here with grave clothes on. Some of us are still unable to truly express all that uh, Christ has put in us by His Spirit. Jesus wants us to be human on the earth once again. The power and capability of acting like humans, image bearers, is in us. And he He's not happy, he's not just content to say, oh, you're born again, you're a Christian, and we're all getting around like this, alright? He's saying, no, that's not good enough, I want to see you totally whole, I want to see you totally set free, I want to see you totally expressing the life I've put in you. Grave clothes have got off. Grave clothes have got that they just say hey it's just my nature to be this way and the truth is they've been wearing their grave clothes for so long they're now calling their grave clothes themselves when you challenge them about their grave clothes behavior they go oh no that's just me oh no it's not it's not you you honestly think god made you with that stuff in there and he thought, wow, I'm going to release this human image bearer on the earth and I'll put some fear, some intimidation, some insecurity in there. That's all grave clothes. 
it's about time we stop This is called repentance. You know, while you keep embracing your brave clothes and as your personality, you're not repenting. Repenting means to turn around. It means to separate and say, no, that's not me. I refuse to keep acting like me and to lay hold of the healing that's ours uh, in Jesus' name. So we need to stop um, making excuses for our grave clothes, you know, well that's just who I am, etc. So some of us have adjusted our expectations of life uh, to accommodate our grave clothes. Your expectations of what you can achieve in the future, who you are, it's just you accommodating your grave clothes. Jesus knows what he put in you is awesome. He knows what he's put in you is awesome. And the reason why he calls us to do these things, love our enemy, have to be, he knows it's in us because he put it there. Now he's calling it out uh, of us. So can we just stand to our feet? Just close your eyes. And I want to challenge you with this thought. Have you allowed your grave clothes to define for you what you can expect to experience in life. God has not given you a spirit. The fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, kindness, they're all the behavior of true image bearers. And I thank you, Lord, those that are here today that have heard the first command where you've called us from the dead to the life again I thank you God that we stand here having your life in us now and we lay hold of the healing provision of your cross also for grave clothes restriction demonic grave clothes religious grave clothes, heavy oppressive grave clothes to be released from our lives. And Lord, we hear your second command. We hear your second command over us. Be loose and set free. And Lord, we claim that today. I release that in this meeting right now. A, a grave clothes ripping anointing in this meeting right now for the oppressed, for the depressed, for the intimidated and the insecure and those that have been smothered by the grave flows that have been put on them in the past. This is not your will. This is not your intention. We lay hold of our image-bearing behavior today. We, we lay hold of it for ourselves, for our marriages, for our families, for the city of Vic Park. Lord, that we might truly represent you as you've intended in this place. I thank you, Lord, that you are our shepherd and you do restore our soul. And right now, we're just going to sing in just a moment, but as we do, here's what I want you to do. I want you to realize that you're in the presence same Jesus that stood at Lazarus' grave and declared those two commandments. 
maybe you're here and you need that first commandment. I don't know everybody here, so I'm creating an opportunity for people to lay hold of the Saviour, Jesus Christ. That's the first commandment. Those that have lost have now been found. Those that are dead are coming back to life. Let's start there. Who's here? And it's that's you. You need to hear the first commandment, first of all. I'm lost. I'm away from God. I'm not right with God, and I know it in my heart. And Jesus Christ speaks life over you. Rescue a Savior, Jesus. You've tried so many things to get free. But today, you come to the Savior, the rescuer that God has provided. And there's a power that can come into your life and do for you what you could not do for yourself. That's why we call him Savior and Rescuer, Jesus Christ. So while every head is bowed and every eye is closed, I'm going to just create an opportunity. I'm going to pray in just a moment. And if you're here, you know, that's me. With God, and I want to be before I leave this place today. Then just slip up your hand, and we're going to lead you in a prayer. You can pray it right where you are, right where you are, and say, Yeah, that's me. I want to get my right, uh, life right with God before I leave this place today. If you're here, slip your hand up now. Who am I going to pray with and for? Anyone at all? Lift your hand up really hard and say, Yeah, that's me. Get right with God before I leave this place today. See that hand over there, right? Anyone else? Lift a hand and say, yeah, pray for me. I want to get right with God before I leave this place today. All right, come on. We're going to pray to encourage uh, those that have lifted their hands. And it'll do us all good to pray this prayer. So let's all say it together. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe you to be my rescuer my Savior. I receive today the life of your Spirit into me. I thank you for forgiveness. I thank you for cleansing. I thank you for a new beginning. I receive it now. And come on, let's applaud the Lord together. Let's thank you for that. Yeah, fantastic. Come on, we're going to sing this song through. And as we do, I want us to, the rest of us, hear that second command of Jesus over our grave clothes. Be torn off today and embrace our true image-bearing behavior. Instead of um, blaming this one and that one, perhaps we need to be able to say, you know what, forgive me. That was behavior unbecoming an image bearer. And I know that uh, I, there's so much more in me than that sort of behavior. And I, I stop excusing it. I stop calling it me. And I see it for what it is. I see it as stuff that still needs to come off my life. Cobwebs that need to be brushed away in Jesus' name. And I release that liberty and healing over lives as we sing this song. Come on. Thank you for tuning in today. If you would like to find out more about Lyft, check out our website at theliftchurch.com.au.